Hi mamas, welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth and I am a mom of four kids. I have three boys and a baby girl. My goal here is to help you reduce stress in your brain so that way you are more patient and calm with your children. I know how hard it is to be patient with your kids, especially when you are running an empty and you're so overwhelmed and stressed out. That's why I really want to teach you ways that you can reduce stress in your brain, reduce stress in your nervous system so that you can be more present and patient with your kids so then that you can meet their emotional needs and be the mom that you want to be with your children. Hey mamas, welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. Today I'm very excited because this is a topic that I brought up on Instagram and some of the mamas voted they want to learn more about it. So this is what we're going to be talking about. Unmet need or sinful choices. If you're a Christian, you probably have encountered this before. Like if you are frustrated or angry or upset or just in a bad mood, like if you grew up in a kind of background that I did, similar to that, you would remember that things mentioned like, oh, if you're angry, that's sinful. You shouldn't be angry or um, like you're just having, you know, you're making sinful choices because you're frustrated or whatever it might be. So I will be talking a little bit more on that because I have a whole tangent prepared and we'll be talking about what is God's responsibility versus ours. Because if we're just things that are we are responsible for, if we're just putting that on God and just giving him ownership for that, except it's our responsibility, like we can't do that. No. Okay. Think of this. There is a person who is a recovering alcoholic. What is their responsibility versus God's responsibility? Let's say they were a non-believer, they got saved, and now they're going to church. What do we do now, right? Like if this person has coped with any uncomfortable life circumstances by using alcohol now they came to god now they pray to god now they have a personal relationship with god what happens with the addiction and what is the responsibility that is on that person versus the responsibility on god so here's the thing when there's a recovering alcoholic his responsibility is to avoid the triggering situations. Like his responsibility is to not to go to a bar, to avoid spending time with friends who are drinking, right? Because it is triggering and it's so much easier to get sucked into that lifestyle if you're around it, correct? That's his responsibility is to avoid the triggering. Also, his responsibility is to have an accountability group or a or, you know, um, a counselor or um, a mentor, somebody that keeps them accountable, as well as probably going to therapy or counseling to figure out the root of why he was drinking in the first place. Like, what are the pain points that he was trying to cover up with um, his drinking? What are the feelings he's trying to avoid in the first place? Get to the root of that and find healthy ways of coping. That is the alcoholic's, let's call him an alcoholic, right? That person's responsibility. That's not on God. That is his responsibility. On God, he gets to pray for God to give him the help and the support and the will strength and like have the right people in his life and 
that is God's responsibility, the spiritual help. He cannot just put on God like, oh, help me go to a bar but not drink. Like, that's just foolish. So there's a difference between your responsibility and God's responsibility. Let's kind of look at that in motherhood. I know it's kind of like a very strong analogy, but let's think about this in motherhood. God created us with physical needs and emotional needs, right? We have basic, basic needs such as food, sleep, and hydration. And we have emotional needs to feel connected, to feel seen, to feel heard, um, to feel understood. Those are kind of our big emotional needs. Well, let's look at this. If we're not meeting our needs, let's say food and sleep. What happens in our brain? Our brain goes into threat mode. It shifts to emotional part of the brain because our brain is trying to focus on the unmet need. So when something else is going on in our life, another like a toddler melting down or other extra stressors that are coming up, your brain literally cannot make positive choices. It quickly just shifts to survival part of the brain or it goes deep into emotional part of the brain and the emotional part of the brain shuts off the logical thinking part of your brain, the frontal lobe that's in the front that helps you make positive choices. When you are in emotional part of the brain, you tend to make negative choices. That's when you're disrespectful. That's when you're it comes out from agitation and frustration and annoyance. That's when you're snappy. That's when you're moody. That's when you are in the emotional part of the brain. Okay. That's because your basic needs are not met. That's not on God. That is on you. That is your responsibility to go to sleep at a reasonable time and to get up at a reasonable time. It is your responsibility to nourish your body. You can't be eating Cheetos and be praying for God to um, take the nutrients from those Cheetos and just nourish your body. You can't because you're choosing to eat foods that are just absolutely terrible for you, right? So it's your responsibility to take care of yourself in that way. Get enough sleep and eat meals because when we get enough sleep, our brain is able to think better and make more positive choices. And when we um, eat, our brain is not in threat mode. We are not hangry, okay? So that's one of the things. And the next one is like the emotional needs. If you are in a relationship, let's say you're married and your spouse is just emotionally unavailable or they are abusive emotionally or mentally and you don't feel seen you don't feel heard you don't feel understood they don't ever try to see your perspective and just come alongside you and support you like you just feel so lonely and alone your emotional needs are not met so which it will shift you to emotional part of the brain and you will find resentfulness and bitterness that's not because you're a bad christian it's not it's because your needs that god created you with are not met some of those needs can be met by god but also some of those needs are meant to be like um met in our relationships in a healthy loving marriage that god designed it to be and if it's not there we need to look for support in other areas it could be other family members it could be a support group but we need to have people in our lives that help us feel seen and understood they're able to empathize with us and just 
be a listening ear. Yes, there's a part where we get to pray to God and God gets to meet some of those needs, but there's a part where like God gives us the church. God gives us the people in our lives who are able to be there for for us. There's a difference between those two. And I feel like oftentimes people focus on a lot that God can meet all of your needs. Yes and no. Like God can meet your spiritual needs, but he can't meet your physical needs. Like, I'm sorry, you still need sleep. You still need to eat food. You still need to have like a friend that can be just there next to you and sit there and cry with you. Like, obviously, if it's an unavailable, there's God. But like having someone sit next to you and pray over you, there's just something about that versus you being on your own with your struggles. Okay, so. Those are kind of things that are on us, right? Those are emotional needs and let's say physical needs. We'll just focus on those right now. If you're struggling internally, it's going to come out externally. I've said that before. If your needs are not met, it's going to come out externally. So does that mean you have a spiritual problem? Does that mean you have a sinful problem when you have unmet needs? I believe no. I believe that if you are struggling externally, it has an unmet need underneath and we need to address that need. How do we know if it's like a sinful issue? Okay, before we get there, I was listening just recently um, a video. Have you heard of the family 19 Kids and Counting, the Duggar family? Maybe a lot. I've heard of a lot about them. They're on the news lately, but not in a very... <laughs> good bright side but um one of the things i saw an interview about their mom i mean she has 19 kids and she just had one after another one after another like like i'm sorry it's just not my cup of tea to have that many kids maybe she can do it but i I can't i get overwhelmed easily i'm really sensitive but anyways michelle was talking about how a long time ago god opened up to her and revealed to her that she has some anger issues, that she has a temper problem when her kids were very little. Also, in other videos, she talked about how she barely slept because she had one kid after another. She barely got any sleep. And like that God convicted her that this is a sin issue and that she needs to work on her temper and her anger problems. I'm sorry. Mama, you just needed some sleep and maybe a little bit of alone time and maybe eat some meals and you would have been just fine. That is not a freaking spiritual problem. It's not. Like, my belief is that it's not a spiritual problem. I can't, like, how can you have 10 kids in a row, day after day, be completely sleep deprived? Because you have little ones all the time, meet all their needs, stay at home with them all day long, homeschool them all day long, sew their clothes. Because she, like a long time ago, if you watched her early videos, she sewed her children's clothes to save money. Like, I'm sorry, you are just burned out. That's why you're having an anger problem. Not because you're a, like a bad mom or because you have anger issues Or in the sense of like, you're angry and resentful because you're just burned out. Because you have so many kids and you haven't had a minute to yourself. And like, no time to eat, no time to sleep. 
Hey dear mama, is this you? Are you overwhelmed on a regular basis? Is your baseline constantly stressed out? You're agitated, you're frustrated, you're annoyed. You're just not your best self. You notice that you're just reacting to your day instead of responding. What if you knew exactly how to stay calm when you felt overwhelmed? If you had the ability to reduce the daily stress and find your inner peace whenever you wanted to. If you were able to have more peace and calm within your household. What if your family could describe you as a happy and calm mama? What if you brought calm and grounded energy into your home? Imagine if you were able to completely avoid exploding on your family. If you could recognize what you feel and why you feel it. If you could easily communicate your feelings and your needs within your relationships. If you could stay calm without yelling when your kids are acting out of line. Imagine if you could go to bed without feeling the mom guilt and the pressures of motherhood. Hey mama, I'm a stress and emotion coach for moms. I help stressed mamas manage their emotions so they can stop being snappy and respond with patience and calm. If you're struggling with yelling at your kids, easily losing it, or constant overwhelm and chronic stress in your life, then it's safe to say that you need a stress coach. I just opened up my beta program, which is 12 weeks long for one-on-one coaching, and we customize it to you. So this is everything that has to do with reducing stress, minimizing it, simplifying things, delegating things, how to control your emotions, how to manage them, how to proactively support yourself. Here's the thing. I already taught you a lot of stuff. If you're listening to this podcast, you already listened to probably multiple episodes and you know what to do. But are you doing it? Are you implementing? Nothing is going to change if nothing changes. I want you to follow through and do the work. And I will be your biggest cheerleader. I will be along the way. I will be guiding you. I will be checking in on you, making sure you're following through and implementing what needs to be done. We will be doing homework together. We will be customizing this to what you are going in your life. Obviously, everybody's in different positions in life and everybody's in a different place and it will be customized to you. I don't want you to silently struggle. Mama, you don't have to stay there. I know you are in a rough place. I know this is not the childhood you want your kids to remember you as like a reactive, stressed out, angry mom. You don't have to be there. I am calling you. This is to you who wants to change the legacy of your family. This is for you, Mama. In the show notes, you can click a link below that goes into detail about the program. Also, you can set up a free stress management call with me. It's free! And we can go through whatever is heavy and stressful in your life right now and come up with a plan of things that you can do differently. Also, you kind of get a feel of the way I coach and the way I teach and, and if that's something you want to invest in. I would love to help you out, Mama. You don't have to stay stuck like this. Um, reach out. Thinking like, let's let's move on forward from that. So where's the difference between like an actual sin problem where you're choosing to make sinful choices versus like when your needs are just not met and your brain is in threat mode and it's not able to make positive choices in that moment. 
not to an excuse. I don't want to excuse um, that we can just make, you know, say hurtful things and do hurtful things just because our needs are unmet. No, we need to do something about it. That's your responsibility. Let's proactively support ourselves so we are not in that position most of the time, right? Um, I believe sin is when you are doing something wrong and you know it's wrong and you just continue to do it. It's like doing evil for evil. For instance, if somebody said something hurtful to you and you are planning a revenge to do some something mean or something hurtful just because the other person hurt you, you're like, I'm just going to hurt them on purpose. You know, I'm so mad at them. I'm just going to do this on purpose. I'm going to hurt them or manipulate them. Um, I believe that is sinful actions when you are like literally planning it out. Um, when you know you need to drop a topic and walk away because things are getting escalated, but you continue to stay in that and say hurtful things, to put another person down, to make them feel worthless. Like, I believe those are choices that you're consciously making, especially as an adult. That's not when you're like just overwhelmed by life and motherhood and your child spilled you know, a cup of milk because they climbed on the counter and you told them not to and now you have to clean that up and you just like lost it. I don't believe that's a sinful issue. I believe it's like you are just so overwhelmed and you just needed a moment to yourself. And a sinful thing would be like, because my child didn't listen to me because I I didn't get things my way. Now I'm going to do something hurtful to them on purpose so they know not to do this again or whatever. So I believe that would be more of a sinful thing versus like you just losing it because you're so overwhelmed. You're so maxed out with everything that you have to do, everything that's on your plate. Like, mama, please, like give yourself some grace. You cannot get everything done. And I talk about this. I don't do everything. I don't. I can't get everything done. And I... Like some days we have mac and cheese. Sometimes we have pizza because I didn't have time to make dinner. Sometimes we go eat out because I'm like, I just didn't have time. I I can't be working and doing this right now. I'm recording a podcast. I'm not cooking, obviously, right? I can't be doing both. Um, Like yesterday, I did a bunch of other things. I need to make a bunch of phone calls, do stuff online, um, outside of work related. But I couldn't be doing laundry at the same time. And I have two baskets of laundry. Like, I haven't changed my sheets in two weeks. Like, I cannot get everything done. My bathrooms are not spotless. I mean, I have dust bunnies in my house. My house is relatively picked up because I get overwhelmed easily with, like, you know, mess. But it's not deep cleaned. I can't. I cannot be doing this with you, teaching you this, and be doing everything. And I have to let some things go and be like, I can't do it all, and that is okay. It's okay that my house is not spotlessly clean. That does not mean anything about me as a mom and as a woman, as a housekeeper. That doesn't define me. Like, I am choosing not to do those things. I'm choosing because if I would be trying to do this And the other thing, I would burn myself out. I would be stressed out. And you know what? I would go against everything I preach here. And I don't want to do that. So before you leave today, I want you to kind of check in with yourself. I don't want you to just listen to this and just kind of walk away. I want you to kind of take something out of it and implement it in your life. 
So let's think about this. When you notice that you are feeling resentful or bitter and it's coming out in your mood, it's coming out in your words, in your tone, you see it as frustration, annoyance, irritation, let's check in. Is it because you have some unmet need? First, ask yourself, am I hungry? Like legit, that's the first thing I ask myself. Am I hungry? Am I sleep deprived? Am I just so exhausted? Am I overwhelmed with everything that's on my to-do list? Because if that's the case, that is not a freaking sin problem. That's just, you need to check in with yourself and reduce some things off your plate, delegate, delete, or just release some of them and say no to them. Or like, take care of yourself. Go get some rest. Turn on some cartoons for your kids and go take an hour nap. I've done that. Um, When my baby slept poorly at night, I've done that. Um, Or you can just um, go make yourself an avocado toast and eat a little bit so then you're not so frustrated and agitated, right? Um, Also, learn how to release stress. I mean, like, I do a lot of brain dumping. I write down everything that feels heavy right now, everything that's swirling in my head. I write it down, and then I pick something to focus on that I need to get done this week or today. So then I focus on one thing versus, like, 10 bajillion things at the same time. Or delegate some of it. Ask my family to help me out. Ask my husband to help me out, right? So then I'm not overwhelmed and stressed out. Either way, what I want you to walk away with, when you start feeling negative feelings, let's say um, uncomfortable feelings. I don't, I want to stop using that word negative. Let's uncomfortable feelings, unpleasant feelings. And you start noticing that it's coming out on your behavior. Check in with yourself if you have some unmet need. Maybe you have a conflict with your spouse and you don't feel seen or heard or understood. How do we address that? Sometimes you need to journal about it. Sometimes you need to talk to a safe friend or someone who is able to listen. Sometimes you need to talk to your spouse about it and be like, hey, we need to figure this out because I feel resentful and bitter towards you because of this issue, okay? Or you have some physical and mental needs. And the second thing is like, if you notice that you are you doing things on purpose are you purposely planning revenge um or purposely doing hurtful things like well see my spouse didn't help me out so now i will do something on purpose because i know they don't like it i'm just gonna do it because i know it's gonna hurt them and you know, whatever. That is sinful. I believe those are sinful choices that you're doing on purpose. You're planning that. That's because you are acting on those uncomfortable feelings or negative feelings, right? Experiencing bitterness and resentment is not a sin. Experiencing overwhelm is not a sin. Experiencing anger is not a sin. What we do with that emotion is can be sinful or not right? You can either act on it or you can let your brain process it, figure out why you're feeling it, figure out what you need in that moment to help yourself let go of that or to support yourself. That is not sin. That's the best thing you can do, right? So before you walk away, check in with yourself. Next time you're feeling uncomfortable big feelings, Step back, 
go to the bathroom, take some deep breaths, and you're like, okay, I'm being, I feel angry right now. Why do I feel angry? Am I hungry? Am I exhausted? Am I overwhelmed? Do I have so much happening on my to-do list? Do I don't feel heard by my kids? I'm talking to them. They're not listening. Do I feel, I don't feel heard or do I feel misunderstood by my spouse? Is there tension there? Like check in with yourself. What is the root? There's always a reason, like always a reason, right? And if you find yourself that you want to hurt somebody on purpose because those feelings are taking over you, that's when you step back and you pray to God and you're like, Lord, I feel so much anger towards my spouse, for example. And it's just so much. I really want to do something hurtful. They hurt me and I just want to hurt them back. And I need your help. I need your help because I know it's wrong. I know it's a sin. I shouldn't do it. But it's just that feeling is so big and powerful. Please help me let go of this anger towards my spouse. Help me let go and surrender this fully to you. Because there's a difference between unmet needs and purposely planning and doing something hurtful to someone else. So that is that. That is what I want you to walk away with today. I hope this was helpful that you could see kind of the difference between these two. I'm really passionate about it. I really am because I feel like a lot of times in the um, evangelical um, conservative community, a lot of things are really spiritualized and it's like, no, you don't have an anger problem, mama. You just freaking need some sleep. That's it. That's not a spiritual problem. You just need some sleep. So check in with yourself. What is the root? And do something about it. Don't just let it go. Like do something about it. I am so glad that you showed up today. Thank you for listening to me. I would love for you to follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Emotionally Healthy Legacy. Message me. Tell me that you're listening. Screenshot this episode and just tag me on it. And let me know if this was helpful for you. And I would love to know what else, what kind of topics you would like to learn more about and make podcasts on that. Anyways, ladies, you have a wonderful holiday, wonderful Christmas, and Happy New Year's, and just enjoy your time. Hey, Mama, I would love for you to follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at Emotionally Healthy Legacy. I have a lot of helpful tips for reducing stress and regulating your emotions. Also, I would love to connect with you. Let me know that you're listening. I would love to know who is listening to these podcasts because I do see the numbers and I have no idea who you really are. So reach out to me, connect with me, tell me that you're listening and which things have you found to be helpful. And I would love to connect with you. Have a great day, my dear.